to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Happy as can be right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Keys to the City. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming all on social media platforms as well. Also, any shirts. I've been seeing a lot of people interested in shirts. we got brand new shirts. So if you want some of those, message us and we'll get you them. But like I said, man, 119-day hiatus has finally come to an end. You know the term Thirsty Thursday? Boy, oh boy, I am thirsty for some sports. And ladies and gentlemen, what a Thursday it's been. We got a baseball preview show. We're going to be joined with the Joseph Aguirre in just a brief moment. But boy, oh boy, what has happened? The NHL, a new team, Seattle Kraken. Mike Tyson is fighting Roy Jones Jr. September 12th. Oh, and by the way, there is a new team in the NFL called the Washington football team there's been a lot plus going on plus the today. nba season the nba as well i forgot started last night there's they're gonna have more games the lakers are on tonight your team the season you know, is a month for another title we got to bring back another title to la but speaking of titles mlb opening day a couple weeks ago ladies and gentlemen and if joseph aguire if he wants to join us i know he's around you can join us right now there he is did I, somebody I, I, say baseball did you say baseball? How about sports in general? Three months, a hiatus, 119 days. We're talking two to three weeks ago, Joe, and we talked about it multiple times. We didn't think there was going to be a baseball season. And when this first came out, July 23rd, Cole Scherzer, Yankees against the champs, Nationals. I mean, you see right there, the two best pitchers, maybe in baseball, going head-to-head tonight. I cannot wait. I'm excited for this. I don't think I've been – more excited for an opening day, Yankee opening day, in quite some time than tonight. Joe, we were just talking before the show, and then I'll ask Joe, Ted. Why is it that maybe not just sports fans or Yankee fans, why is it that we're so excited? Is it because of the fact that we finally have sports, or is it because we get to see, as a Yankee fan, we get to see the Cole man? We get to see the big ace that we've been been waiting for for months to see. We finally get to see it. Joe, tell me – on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for it? And what is the main reason why you think we're just all excited for it? Well, look, as Yankee fans, this is a great team. Uh, we, we we got this Lamborghini for Christmas. Haven't had a chance to take it out yet. That's going to be really awesome, it's especially when it's yeah. racing a, another Lamborghini tonight. That is going to be amazing. You know, I, I, I say, you know, you, you we're sort of talking about how being so extra fired up and, and is it because we just haven't had sports or because the Yankees are that good and we're that optimistic about it. Ask the Red Sox fans uh, their thoughts on the season. And they, have see a, they, have. they have a complete opposite mindset yeah. going into this season, which you haven't heard for quite some time because let's be realistic. The Boston Red Sox and Boston sports in general have dominated – sports in general the past 15 to 20 years yeah and then and, and of course you compound that with what happened yesterday with Mookie Betts being signed to a 12-year that was just a, because that was like you a know to the heart there was them. a lot of Red Sox fans that still had hope that he would enter free agency and possibly come back but he didn't and we know now he's another big pawn off the table for free agency next year and one of the best players in baseball yeah but Joe get into what you were saying you know the excitement for baseball you're feeling about it just I know I said it right before. I'm excited because it's just sports. Like, you know, it's, I ha- it, and it's been tough. I know people might jo- – oh, well, there's been a soccer and, and – Don't and care. Hold on. Listen. I don't care. And UFC and – relax. UFC and WWE. I'm not but if you've relax. been watching our show for the three past three years, we specifically, with Joe, alongside with us, we talk baseball, we talk basketball, and we talk football. Now, football is still TBD, but we have basketball and we have – baseball so for the people that are watching and if you say oh well we had soccer and all that well we don't really talk about it if you wanted to watch a soccer show or sports or ufc wwe you could check them out but we talk the three major sports i know we don't talk hockey enough but still we're fans, is, of, hockey, we're fans of hockey we just don't talk about it we talk about these three sports so we're really excited joe go on to what you were going to say 
Um, it, it's really exciting. It's it's going to be great to have sports back. And I know these guys have a, a lot of issues that they're all dealing with. And, you know, I hope fans cut these guys some slack. Uh, you know, they're, I know people are kind of angry at some of the opt-out guys, and, and I certainly get that. But, again, you've seen how many guys have, have come down with COVID. Um, you know, so so they're, they're putting their butts on the line. And you're like, well, they're making all that money. But, you know, you can't spend it if you're dead. Uh, so, you know, I think everybody needs to, to consider that. I saw Gary Sanchez spit the other day, uh, during, uh, a, a game. Uh, yeah, I, I assume there's probably a fine coming. Suspend Gary Sanchez for a week. Yeah, that's not happening. How am I supposed to know? It's a fine. I think it's like a $5,000 fine. Hey, Cashman's going to go, here you go. Here you go. Here's my pennies. There you go. Here, yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what's happening. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. It's going to happen. It's the nature of the ball game. You know, you know. It's just like anything else. It, it comes with baseball. They talk about with the seeds and the dom and everything. It's the nature of the ball game. They were talking about it the other day with some of the guys. You know, being as there's less and less positive tests, guys are feeling a little bit more comfortable in the dugouts and and in the clubhouses. So what's really going to be a factor is how all well that's going to play out on the road. You know, and maybe the reason why I'm really excited specifically this year is because, well, the last time we saw the New York Yankees, we had heartbreak and the way that we lost. And eventually, as you know what happened, we lost to cheaters. Sorry, Astro fans, but you guys are cheaters, plain and simple. I don't care. You'll forever have that against you. But the last time we saw the New York Yankees, they were walking off Minute Mayfield on a disastrous walk-off home run by Jose Altuve. And this team, I know we've been talking about the past two years. This team is this team is is destined to win. Well, here we go. Are they? This no? is the question. Are, are they destined? But this is going to be different. I know. Quest for twenty eight starts tonight. But now we have. We've been saying the past couple of years. It's always been all oh, the hitting. We haven't been clutch hitting. Last year was different. Kind of slumped in the playoffs towards the end. But we always were talking about the one thing. We never had that main ace. Well, we might have the aces of all aces in Garrett Cole now. So, coming into this year, the Yankees face a lot of pressure. Is it the Yankees and Dodgers? Are those the two teams and everybody else is just like a tier below, Joe? I don't, I don't know if, they're, I don't know if they're a tier below, but I you, think you, so. you look with the Dodgers. They brought in Mookie Betts. He's the 1A. And they one just him too. 1B player to the Mike Trout, whoever everyone considers the best player in baseball. Okay? It's really not an argument. You can make the argument for other guys. But most baseball realists and people that have somewhat of a brain realize that Mike Trout's the best overall player in the game. According to Joey, so, doesn't think so. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> See, again, I, I wanted to get this a point before we get too in-depth with the AK+. Plus. The reason why I'm more excited about this baseball season than any other baseball season is because there's only 60 games, okay? If, yeah. if the Yankees go on a two-game losing streak like they did last year to start against the Orioles, you're like, oh, whatever, there's another 160. The Yankees can't afford to start 0-1-2. This, every game is meaningful. If you're a college football fan, you know what the hell I'm talking about. There's 11 games. If you lose one game, your chances of making the Final Four is that, split in is half. And if you lose two games, you have no chance of making the Final Four to get to the college football playoff. Is that, that, is why, that is why I think this baseball season could be the best baseball season ever because every game is going to be meaningful. If you list, if you read the New York Post game, you checked it out, they had an article with Cashman, and he said, you know, you might be down 5 nothing early in the game, and most managers would pull their start and say, yeah, you know what, we'll scrap the game, we'll save our players for the rest of the series, we'll win the next three out of four. You can't afford to pull Judge and other guys out to put in your backups because that game, if you can come back and win, is meaningful. Let me every single game is going to be meaningful because if you look at where – Vegas has put all the baseball teams' winnings, um, you know, winning and loss records. It, the over/unders, except for like three teams, is like thirty-five to twenty-five. That's ninety percent of the baseball league. The other team, the only teams that are like not supposed to win twenty-five games are like your Orioles and Marlins. So that's why every you. game is that much meaningful. I want to ask both of you: Is that the greatest concern going into the season? Is the factor of the sixty-game season? Is that like teams like the Yankees, who we've seen at times go on little losing streaks? to teams that they shouldn't be losing, is that the greatest concern in teams like where Seattle last year? Do you remember Seattle yeah. last year started like 13-2 and two or something? Like right off the bat, yep. does, is that the greatest concern for all these teams? 
I don't know if that's the greatest concern. Well, is that one of the big I – mean, well, other than obvious, but – In 60 games, yeah, you got to be – you know, I think I last time we were – we did a show, I mentioned, you know, the Yankees gotten off to eight and ten starts the last two seasons, and, you know, that's like a third of the season, and that's – you can't you can't start that. You can't, yeah. you can't fall four or five back of the Sox or the Rays right out of the gate because you'll be chasing them – and, and, you know, look, there's a reason why the, the big playoff push is August and September, right? That's the yeah. last 60 games. That's when it's mm-hmm. crunch time. And that's where your whole uh, season's decided. And, and so this literally is the entire season. This is virtually just a season that's basically August and September. It's the, the postseason run. And, and so, yeah, there's no room for error. Uh, you know, especially I, I think – you know, guys doing stupid stuff off the field. I mean, again, you can expect there'll be some guys missing games with, with whether it be symptomatic or being quarantined or whatever the case may be. But yeah. anything stupid off the field, boy, could could have massive consequential well, effects on, on anybody's the other, season. The is, they haven't made – and, Joe, I don't know if you realize, and you probably do because you're, you're smart enough baseball guy and you're well-versed with all these things, is MLB sure doesn't like to grow more trout. Stop. I don't know. MLB has not made a decision on playoff teams yet. They're supposed to make the decision, hopefully by tonight before the Yankee game, either 10 teams are going to make the playoffs or 16. They have not made a final vote. So well, we don't makes, know. That so changes that, 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 changes, that changes a lot of things with regards to that. Now, you're going to see our predictions later in the show. Me and Trev did the division winners and the normal format if there was 10 teams. We'll see how that plays out. But, um, you know, th- that changes wanted, the game because wanted, if it's 10, every game, every team is much more. If it's 16, you have a little leeway. But like you said, Joe, you don't want to start 8 and 10 as a New York Yankee. You don't want to be in the wild card game. You want to be have the home field. Not that it's going to make that much of a difference with no fans. But you still, the comfortability of playing in your ballpark compared to playing and having that extra game, you know, at home. I wanted to jump in with that comment, Robert Benjamin. I love the comment. That's also another thing. Maybe we'll get more fans. I mean, I know how fans are with with baseball nowadays and people get bored with the games because, oh, it's 162 games. I mean, who cares about it? 60 games now. It's like every game is like almost a must watch now. And maybe this could be one of the best things. Maybe baseball goes forward. Maybe they do try to cut, get down on the games. Maybe it's a hundred, maybe it's 80 games, but the 60 game schedule could bring in a lot more fans too as well. So I mean that's not a. I mean that's that's a great comment. You got to also add that as well. Well, yeah, because like a lot of people say, boy, baseball's boring because it's too long. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you if you were leaning toward like not watching baseball, maybe now we can lean you toward back to watching baseball because, like you said, Robert, you're 100 percent right. You you got 60 games. You're more likely to watch your teams. Plus, yeah. here's the other thing. Yeah. If you're a Yankee fan. Yankees don't travel on the West Coast. You can watch all their games this year, guys. Yep. You don't miss any games. There's no 10 o'clock games. That's that also so great. I forgot about that, Ted. That's yeah, huge. They're, not, they're, not, they're on the 95 quarter, baby. So you you know where you're playing. You know the games are either 7.05 or 1 o'clock on the weekend. The Yankees play 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock on Saturday, and 1 o'clock on Sunday. So you're going to be able to see every game. You know, and, and that's good for the kids, too, especially now that there's no school and things changes. It's good for everyone. Yep. You don't have to wait till 1 o'clock in the morning to find out if the Yankees win or you're going to wake up at 8 in the morning and watch on SportsCenter. Hey, the Yankees won. So now you'll be able to watch all the game, complete game. And I also think the games are going to go faster because if you remember the last time a baseball team played with no fans, it was the Orioles, and the game lasted two hours and five minutes against the White Sox when all the stuff was going down in Baltimore. So maybe we'll see a quicker game, too, which might be more exciting for people because well, you don't it. have to sit there for four hours let's, and go, like, all right, well, how long is this game going to last? So let's get into it. Let's start with our preview Actually, show. Real quick, I thought I thought you were joking for a minute when you said uh, about – I forgot that, that game when Baltimore had no fans. I thought you just meant in general. No, well, that I mean that's true, but that's no, true. Joe. Do you you remember the the situation when I do now? Yeah, I, I, when you first said it, I, I actually thought you were making a joke. Like, there's never anybody in Baltimore, but no, you were talking about uh, when they had the rides uh, a couple yeah, years ago. And, and I backed my terrible. facts up because it was in the post, and there was no, and the game lasted two hours and five minutes because you know you don't have so much commercials, you don't have all the interaction, things go quick. It's just you know, and I think that's what people want. People want more games quicker. You, people want quicker, faster sooner and that's what the way so, we live now so let's get into it let's talk about our preview show because we are officially baseball is underway and i cannot wait for it i want to start off with the yankees because obviously we are yankee fans and to me i don't know if this is crazy to say i think the person that faces the most pressure in all the yankees organization is not a player i i, I still believe that it's aaron boone 
I feel uh, the we gotta go down through this. Well, no, the reason no, it's oh. because I read the post today. Here we go, you Joe. Have, no, but listen to me. It's different. It's whole. It's like the whole sixty game. Like you said, more fans are gonna watch. It's more intriguing now. You have to win now. You can't lose two, three games in a row because right then and there you could be back three games with ten games left, and that's the thing. Boone has to make the right decisions, and I know that he's been great the first two seasons, but now you have Cole. There's no excuse for the Yankees not to win a World Series. There isn't. And I don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Boone because maybe I know that they're, they'll obviously probably keep him. But still, if they do not make another – if they don't make a World Series, like what happens then and there? I know everybody wants to say, oh, Judge, Sanchez, yeah, that's easy. But I, I feel like Boone faces a lot of pressure because of everything that's going on in the world right now. And what if these players are getting hurt? What if these players are getting contract the virus? What happens with that? Boone has to make all the right decisions because right now his closer isn't going to be playing for a little while. So he has to figure that out as well. Going yeah, but you don't worry. So I know you're Chapman's right. a very important piece to our team. He's one of the best. He's one of probably one of the three or four most untouchable players on our team. So in in general, we have to figure that out. I mean, good thing yeah, the Yankee, good thing the Yankees have a great bullpen. Yeah, because I say if that was another team, yeah, that would be a situation. The Yankees, I don't think worry about that. I mean, they do. But I think when you have the depth that they have on in their bullpen, you don't worry about that so much because you got Britain who who has saved games before. You have Chad Green who saved games before. You Tommy Cameron has saved games. You have guys yeah, that have been put them. in that role and have succeeded very much so. So you know to say, listen, to be able to bring Araldis Chapman out of the bullpen in the ninth inning, it's lights out. We know that it's game over nine out of ten times. But I think. At the end of the day, having the bullpen depth is going to be at least be able to yeah. kind of balance. Joe, that who, out. Do you, who do you think? Because I know there's a lot of players on this team that face a lot of pressure. I mean, Judge is obviously one of them. Sanchez is definitely Stanton. I mean, even Torres, because I know he's young, but he's got to take that next step to superstar talent where everybody thinks he's going and one of the best young players in the game, if not the best. There's a lot of pressure on this Yankee team. I mean, Cole, you could go Garrett Cole as well because, well, he just got paid a boatload of money. So well, no, and you can also say James Paxson, who's going to be a free agent true. next year, who now There's so many and players. Now because Severino's out, it's if not you could pick a player, if you could pick a player or anybody, just give me somebody you would pick for the Yankees that face the most pressure. I think Giancarlo Stanton has to be able to play. He's got to he's got to be in there and he's got to produce. I think player wise. He stands out number one in my mind. I think as far as Judge and Glaber go, I think I think I if, if either of them were to have a down year, whatever you want to call that, over sixty games, I don't think that that's going to break the bank for either one of them. I don't think that that'll change things. It would make next season that much more important. But I think for Giancarlo coming off the uh, the nine games from last year, he he's got to play, he's got to produce. But I think I'll say this: in sixty games. Uh, again, think about think about the New York Post uh, come August, September, and how all over both uh, ma ma managers are, Yankees and Mets. Imagine what this is going to be like where you're literally starting the season in the playoff run. That's exactly what this is. I, I, uh, Robert had a great point when he said that, and, and it's going to be really interesting. I disagree that 162 games is too long. I'm sorry you all don't love baseball as much as we do. Saw a couple people complain about that. That should never change. Um, I'm not into gimmicks. I understand you have to do it this year, and I'm fine with it. Um, but I, I think Aaron Boone, uh, yeah, I think his job is safe, probably no matter what, as Steve Risser just chimed in with. But don't think that the New York media isn't going to be all over this guy. And you said it exactly right, Trevor. We all we all knew last year that this team lacked an ace, and we wanted Cole to be the ace. And then we faced him, uh, and and it became that much more apparent how much you needed him. And I, I think when when you as an owner give your guy everything he wants and needs, and he doesn't win it, nah, I, I there that that it's not the it, it's not to say that it's beyond the realm of possibility that if the Yankees were to fail over this sixty game marathon that the Yankees wouldn't consider making a move. I think it would take a lock, though, Teddy. Go ahead, Joe. I think it would take – I think the Yankees would have to do poorly. If they missed the, the postseason yeah. by two games and like it's only six. Like that. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, right? I mean, like, big, big step backs, say, for a Glaber. Maybe Sanchez all banged up all year. Maybe you don't get any production out of uh, Stanton. Mm -hmm. if, if that be the case, if he mismanages the bullpen, if this, then, then I, I think... I don't see any of that happening, though. I, I doubt it. Yeah, no. Like a 1% chance, Ted. 1%. If he was going to do that, he was going to do it in his first year when he was coming off the sh out of the uh, the booth, okay? He he knows his players, okay? There's – there's yeah. he – I think he fits the Yankee organization great. I really do. I think his whole persona, how he works with the players, the organization, it works. You know, yeah. we, we, we wanted to make fun of him the first year because, you know, it was too, you know, kiss my rear end. You know, you, you know, he, he was too much of a player's guy and Girardi was more of the hard-nosed football guy. I think he works well. He knows how to manage his guys. Now, Trump did make a good point. How does he manage a guy? Does he keep Cole in extra innings knowing that he doesn't have to worry about Cole going 162 games? He's going to get a, every fifth day start, which means he's going to get about 12 starts. What if players, are, str what if players are struggling? Because we've had times that Sanchez has struggled, Judge has struggled, uh, Stanton, even Glaber. I mean, LeMay was probably our most consistent player throughout last year. That's another guy that I can't wait to watch. It's just these are all little steps that – Yeah, but that's, has to but that's not on and him, it's, though. And it's – well, he's the manager. It is on him. It's 100% on him. My question to both of you is if Judge is struggling through a three-game series, is he benching Judge? No. Maybe, maybe no. take him out or maybe take him out for a day, give him some rest, just give him some rest. Rest in because six games. You don't need rest. Or, You're a professional player. Or you could drop him in the lineup. I it's don't want to hear rest. You, Ted, games. Ted, Ted, that's, I, think, I think you're being slightly unreasonable. Joe, look, they're, look they're, they're, they they didn't get a full spring training, and you know how generally when a guy doesn't get a full spring training, what, what happens? Now, now you have literally everybody in the league that's not getting a real spring training. I think guys are going to need to get rest. And again, there's going to be situations. What happens if, if someone's um exposed and they have to be quarantined for a couple well, that, weeks that, of the that, season? That I fully understand. Or if there's like, you know, judge has the, you know, the neck issue because he slept. Totally under, I can respect that. But just to give a guy a he rest. He just has to, to play rest. his cards right. Breaking news I just saw on ESPN. Soto, Juan Soto is out for tonight's game. I guess he tested positive for the virus. So he is out for tonight's opener. And that's intriguing because I'll tell that's you. That's bad news oh, for yeah. Trevor. We'll get into no. that in a hot minute. <laughs> really? I should have said for my first uh, pick, but we'll pick as well. We'll also talk and we'll make our MVP predictions and Cy Young predictions and we'll give our division. And let's start. I mean, and, we'll and, start and with I just want to say this. They just said this report started. If they do expand the playoffs, and you had the number one seed, which is very you important. Pick your you opponent. would be able to pick your opponent, which I think is kind of crazy because you yeah. would be like, imagine that you could pick whatever the hell you want to play. But you got to be you careful. You got you got to be careful who you pick because you're like, oh, so you want to play? Oh, no, the Yankees got to play the Twins because we know the we Yankees own the. Twins. I don't want to play the Twins. Why? That's who I'd go <laughs> with. Yeah. Just because we lost to them in the show doesn't mean they're going to lose to them in real life. I don't mind if the Yankees win 12-10 each of the first. You know, that's fine. Because that's what yeah. you get with those Twins games. They can't. They can't stop the Yankees. They could certainly score. I want to address two quick things. By the way, uh, I I brought this up before. I brought I bring it up again. Somebody just commented. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton did hit in the postseason. The Yankees were four and all when Stanton was in the lineup. Zero and five when he was out. So yeah, he smashed. He was Stanton, smashed the home run. He yeah. smashed the home run in game one. Stanton, Stanton hits in the postseason. And second point I'd like to bring up, you can fire a manager after 60 games, and the Steinbrenners have certainly done it enough times. Uh, are, you that are you a Yankee fan? If you, if Billy Martin got fired and hired like three different you, times. Do you not watch? Are you just starting to watch baseball like in the past five years? Like, yeah, Yogi Berra, Yogi Berra got fired in 83 after 16 games. Stan, the reason why Stan didn't hit in the postseason is because he didn't play after game one. No, I no. think he that played was like, in the ALCS, bro. Yeah, he played ALCS. He didn't play after game one in the ALCS. So let's get so, into the rest of the preview. Though. So after talking about all the pressure, the AL East, definitely one of the most intriguing divisions in this league. Because, uh, I don't, got, I don't because, think it's intriguing as other ones listen, are. And I'll because of, yeah, thank you. Because the Rays are still there. The Rays were a playoff team last year. They are intriguing. They got great talent around that team. They got a great pitching staff. It's one of the best pitching staffs in all baseball. The Blue Jays are an intriguing team just because of that young core. We don't know where they're playing. They don't know. Hey, did you hear that? That's the, nuts. You know, Hartford sent out an invitation to the Blue Jays. Hartford Yard goes. So, so the Dunkin' Donuts Stadium. Or too bad, Joe. We won't be able to see them if they get to play. We won't be able to watch the Yankees and the Blue Jays in Hartford. I got a buddy with an apartment that you can watch games literally from his house. 
Just it's overlooked in the stadium. The yeah. Team, the Red Sox look like they're in a mess right now. They were all hoping maybe Red Sox, oh, we're going to maybe get Mookie back. Well, that's out of the plans. And then you got the Orioles who are going to be really bad again. They're in complete rebuild mode. This, to me, is a two-team race. Yankees race. The Yankees, I will. I'm, I picked the Yankees to win the AL East just because I think they're the more talented team. They have the best pitcher in that entire division. With a division that has some pretty good pitchers. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even the Blue Jays, Ryu now, the newly signed pitcher, ace for them. That's an intriguing piece going forward with the Blue Jays. But the Yankees are just too talented. This team is on a mission, and the way they lost, sour grapes. And if you look at the headline, if you can read it, Judge <laughs> says ALA still hurts. So what? you think this team's not coming in to send a message? They're motivated. They're motivated more than ever. I know we said it last year because they were the loss to the Red Sox the previous year, but they are more motivated than ever. And I really do believe the Yankees. I know I saw in the post somebody is that Rays. I saw some people pick the Rays. Yeah, but Joel Sherman predicted the Rays to finish first. I'm picking Yankees the Yankees. Second. I think we're all on the Yankees to win the AL East. Any disagreements? Come on, we're Yankee fans. If I well, hey, I would pick the Yankees. To finish anything other than you could be a Yankee fan and like somebody else, <laughs> hence somebody that's watching our show right now, probably. Yeah, <laughs> those um, that's hilarious. Um, I picked the Rays to get into the wild card, they're one of my wild card teams. I just think this team is so talented and so underappreciated just because of their salary cap. They have they can never well, sign it, but but they have such a dominant pitching. I mean, staff. look at their pitching. Charlie Moore, Blake Snell, Tyler Glassnow, Ryan Yarbrough, and Yanni uh, I mean, I'm not gonna try to other, pronounce other than maybe name, but they have four four good pitchers. Other than maybe the Nationals, the Rays might have the best pitching staff in baseball. Oh, starting right. pitching, not bullpen, starting pitching in baseball. Absolutely. Other than I mean that first top three that's how I I mean I'm still high on the Nationals and I'm gonna get into that in a few I'm still high on the Nationals just because of that three-man rotation. Plus, they're also built for—they're also built kind of in a way for this type of uh, sixty-game series because they—they they are the the masters of you know using openers, bullpen guys. So there's nothing out of the realm for them not to be able to use flexing guys. I mean, they are because they—they they don't have the Yankee roster. They don't have the Yankee sour cap. So they have to find other ways of winning, and they have, and they, and they. I mean, just look at the team last year. They are competitive day in and day. They haven't been bad in like 10 yeah. years. So yeah. so let's get into the AL Central since we already – do you have anybody going from the AL East as a wild card? Are you a Yankee uh, Rays guy too? I think the Rays will get it. I think I think yeah. it will be tight. I think the Rays will keep the Yankees motivated and competitive all 60 yeah. games. I really do. And you guys are right. Um, I, and I have a particular uh, – uh, feeling about uh glass now um I, he's my guy to win the cy young this year wow nice pick. That's, nice pick. that's interesting i like that a little dark horse i like that i can i can, well, I can appreciate and that I think, and then you know when, I they, appreciate and then when they were talking about this i was reading about this you have to you know a lot of the teams you'll see you're like oh ted you got the yanks twins a's ash like oh the predominant ones like the ones everyone expects but don't be surprised if you get the Angels to win the division or win the wild card. Don't be surprised you if the Cubs. Don't be surprised if the White Sox. You win the in. Cubs? Really? I just think they have. They still have the good okay. pitch and they still have good players. Stop it! Don't so, tell me you agree you know, with them. I mean, I think the Angels will make. I think the Angels win a wild card. Wow! And they and they can and they're trying to. And I I picked somebody in that division, but it was the Oakland A's. I, it's like the Rays. It's a similar situation with the Rays. That team has been so good for so long. I know they haven't been able to get over the hump in quite some time, but they are always consistent. They're always competitive, and they're always competing for a playoff spot, whether it's division. I mean, they're ninety. What? They were all. What were they? At? Oh. Were the um were the A's last year almost? They're 90, they were they were a ninety one team last year. No, weren't they like Plus almost a hundred win team last year? And they just like I mean it was crazy. I think, how they, good won 90, they, were. I think they won ninety five games. I mean I'm pretty much on the same boat. I got the Yankees, the Twins, and the Astros. I mean everybody thinks the Astros are going to be bad because they lost Cole. They still have McCullers coming back. They got Verlander. They have Brinky. They have a solid rotation, and they still have that, that solid lineup. So for anybody that wants to say, oh well, the Astros they're going to just take a massive dip all of a sudden because of everything that's transpired for them and losing Cole. I just don't see it. And there's the other two, thing is there's no fans. To, there's two, there's, no, there's not that. There's no fans. To, well, you know, definitely in trouble to, with to the Dodgers fans. No, nope. ain't going to be able to make no noises. Oh, yeah, because you'll be able to hear everything. But I just think that in today's baseball, with all the teams that you're going to choose or pick, 
everyone is up for play, really, except for maybe the Orioles, the Mariners, and you know, the Marlins and the Royals. Everyone, like the White Sox, they're up to play. Sleeper. Because, That's a sleeper because team. 60 games, you, Watch out a for that. team that you don't expect can, can get on a roll. Like we said, Seattle, you could go 13-2, and if you just play 500 baseball – you're probably going to make the playoffs. A lot of people, and a lot of people are high on the White Sox this year. And if they expand the playoffs, that's going to even add more intrigue. I think they should keep it the same because it'll make every game that much more important. But like you said, it's going to keep everyone involved. I think the races are going to get better because, like you said, Joe, it's playoff baseball now. You, every game, not every tomorrow, game is a now. playoff. Every game should be a playoff mentality going forward for every team. And I feel like the Angels are a team that generally gets off to a pretty solid start. You know, then they blow them away, but they, they always seem like they're in it until midseason, and that seems to be where generally Trout gets hurt. Uh, I know everybody play. likes to pretend that that's not a reality, but the guy gets hurt uh, quite frequently. Pitching. That's what always well, kills the Angels because they I think a lineup, even with the Rendon sighting now, that's a great lineup. But yeah. the pitching has always been the issue for the Angels. I think the pitching's a little bit better, and I think with, with the increased production of Rendon, I definitely think you could probably pull – I mean, that was a 72-win team last year. I think over a 162-game season, I think that's like an 85, maybe 88-win team. So, again, I think short – absolutely, short season. By the way, Oakland, 97 wins last year. So, that was I mean, that's impressive. that's impressive for a team that was a wild-card team. I mean, they were a, almost a 100-win team. And they're actually better this year. They're a scary team. I saw somebody – somebody. I think it was um, Joe's um, – I forgot what his name Joel was. He, no, it was Kevin Dor- – He had the A's beating the Dodgers in the World Series this year. What's he thinking? So, well, I've got the A's winning the division. Do you? I'm I'm Yankees, Indians, A's in the wild card. I've got the Rays, and I've got the got Angels the, got edging the up Houston. Kevin uh, Kevin Dadoff. I got the from Twins. The, uh, New York the, I think they're the most talented team going into this division. Uh, the Indians, they're going to have to figure out the whole indoor situation. I think that's going to play a part throughout that entire season, kind of like the Rockies, and even with the Cubs with Chris Bryant. It's just teams like that. When you have a star player that's going to want big contract money and maybe might not get signed, you're going to have that. Throughout the entire season. Well, that also so that's an issue fight. going forward that they're going to have to deal with. And like you said, Joe, if you, you start off, you know, 8 and 12 and you're five games out of the first place thing, you're kind of almost out of it already. You can't fall five, six, seven games out. So, you know, and there is a trade line, trade deadline if people are not aware. It's August 31st. Yep. So, Changes. yeah, and there's no minor league system. So that's going to make a big factor because you don't really see the minor league guys. So how is that going to affect Hey, I got to ask. I've been seeing a lot of Ted's and Joe picks. Where the hell are my picks? Where's the love for Trev? See you later. Trev. Nobody wants to see Trev's picks. There's no love here. I don't get there. It is. Finally, <laughs> Look at that. See, it's beautiful. That's okay. The Rays and A's, bro. So, Joe, I want to ask you a question. I know we're kind of all over the place with the preseason, but I saw you had the Mets. Um, intriguing. Why? Very intriguing, but I didn't know if you realized Marcus Stroman just came down with a calf injury. Um, he's out. So he's going to be out. So now that's another hit to their pitching staff. You know why he's picking them, right? Because they, they got Jacob DeGrom. Because he's going to win every He's game. finally believing in Jacob DeGrom. This is going to be the year where we have our first four-game Cy Young Award winner. DeGrom goes four and three with a one four three ERA and he wins the Cy Young Award again. Oh my god. And I'll be pissed and I'll be protesting like crazy, but it is what it is. Add it to the country. Yeah. That's the reality we live in. We just have to give DeGrom Cy Young's now. Also, and we'll get into the NL right now. I saw the Padres. Tell me why. Their pitching staff is much better than people think. I think with uh, Paddock, uh, Paddock and uh, uh, Dammit, uh, what's his friggin' name? Big guy. Chris, uh, yeah, Chris da- uh, Danielson. I mean, they've got a good team. Uh, they've got a, a bunch of good young players. Tati Jr., obviously, uh, along with Manny Machado. I feel like that team is definitely your, your, your Western sleeper for sure. I think that team's too good to be awful again. Um, and I, I think they, they're they're one of those teams kind of doing things the right way. Plus, they're um, young. Young and, and they're athletic. And, then, and, you know, a team, if you're an older team, you know, they're young. They're going to be a little fresher than a normal team. So, yeah, very interesting. How I was, I, I, I'm intrigued by why you, what you picked those. That's, 
different from you, especially you picking the Mets, and I know how you are with the Mets. It was especially considering that he had at least with the Nationals, with the that's Phillies, tough, with the man. Braves. That's tough. You know what I mean? There's uh, only there's, I mean, that's a You know what race. it is for me? There's so much uncertainty that I'm not. I'm. I. I, I decided to sort of throw the results of last season out the window because I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna uh, uh, accurately reflect reality for everybody this year necessarily. Again, this is a 60 game sprint, yeah. and. You know, look, a team like Seattle, if they got off to another 13-2 and two start, all of a sudden, right, 45 games to go, that's a much different scenario than when you have 145 games to go. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it'll change mindsets. It'll change managing styles. Yeah. I think you're going to see – you're going to basically see, I think, a more – playoff suited baseball yeah. right off the bat you're going to see teams the first two weeks of the season you know mm -hmm. literally trying to win games by and any means that. necessary and and, and i think that's I'm the way you got to do it with aaron boone why i think he faces a lot of pressure on all managers because of this whole 60 game it's not 162 games you don't have you can't take your sweet time you have to go right from the start like that's the thing with everything going on right now with covid and some players that are not playing. I know the Yankees have all their players healthy, but still there's some other teams that don't have, like the Dodgers, David Price, not playing. The Nationals, Ryan Zimmerman, not playing. There's some big-name players that are not playing right now, and all these managers have to figure it out. So I think the managers face a lot of pressure more than people give them. I know people – Steve, you know, literally nobody said they were going to. I just said it's a much different situation in a 60-game season yeah. where, again, yeah. if you're off to a 13-2 and two start, you're really – I think you will start – if you were a surprise team that got out of the gate hot, it would, sure, it would behoove you to start doing things you wouldn't normally do to go Joe Madden guerrilla style and just start making up a different style of baseball because – You've got 60 games. That's it. Every yeah. game is hugely important. Again, you have to understand, guys, we start tonight. This is like August 1st mentality. This is the final 60 games, postseason or bust. And 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 we're losing a lot of the hype because it's opening day where this should be this should be the day after the trading deadline. Uh in, in, in reality. You're only, playing, you're only playing your divisional games. You're not playing the the Yankees are not playing the AL Central. They're not playing the AL West. It's just They're playing the, the, NL the NL East and the AL East, and that's it. So, you know, that's why I was going to question Trev's picks of having three NL East teams because all they're going to do is beat up each other. So I don't think in a normal year I'd say that's true, but how are you going to get three NL East teams the in there when they're going to beat up on each other? The reason why I picked the Nationals is because I still think they're getting disrespected. They still have the best pitching rotation in baseball. They still have solid. They still have a great lineup. I know they lost. Yeah, but what about the Braves? But now with the Juan Soto situation, that changes could be a little more. I'm not changing my pick. And then the reason why I picked the Braves because well, they were the. <laughs> I know that's my luck, right? The NL East champs last year, and they're just the most talented team in the division. I just don't think their pitching is around the corner yet. And the Phillies, I think the Phillies are just way too talented to not be in the playoffs. Plain and simple, they have a solid rotation. They have a great offense. They have a good manager now. Put it all together. I, I, I feel like the Phillies, there's no way the Phillies can miss Joe the Joe Girardi with, versus Aaron Boone in the World Series. And they, Phillies, pick, I mean, and they pick up Edie. Edie's a nice signing for They have team. five Yankees on the team. Do they? Yes. They knew, oh, you didn't watch the game the other day. No, so was at work. they have David Robertson okay. as their closer. You forgot about forgot that. About Didi, who's the other three? Didi, oh my God, I gotta look. Gotta look I, said I, said I know that these three NL East teams are gonna beat each other up, or, or this whole NL East and the AL East. I get that, but I feel that the Phillies are way too talented to not make a postseason. I mean, they have one of the best players. Andrew no McCutcheon was an ex-Yankee. Yeah. Well, I mean, no matter what people want to say, they still have one of the best players in baseball, and Bryce Harper. And with that team from top to bottom, with a good manager, with a solid pitching staff. That team should be competitive throughout this 60-game schedule, and they should make a run into the postseason. If the Phillies don't, then shame on them because I do feel they are a talented enough team to make a run. And I did have last night, the reason why I changed my pick, I did have Bryce Harper last night if we had it as the MVP, but then I suddenly changed it and I kind of messed that up. But I'll tell you who in so a you, second. So you want to just you want to give your MVP and no, let's do the, you want to do AL, you want to do ALCS NLCS or you want to wait until the end of that. Want to make our World Series predictions at the end? Yeah, we'll save it for okay. the end. So okay. let's get into let's get into the awards now. 
So let's start off with the AL MVP. Ted, the floor is yours. I said Aaron Judge. I just think it's it's his it's his time, right? I think, and I was going to save this before, but I'm going to save it now. And the reason why I picked Aaron Judge is because I think 60 games is perfect. It's an opportunity for him not to get hurt. 60 games are perfect. Maybe 162 he misses a month. But in 60 games, the where I've seen him, I've watched every exhibition game. He looks he, good. He looks like a man on a mission. He looks like the other night they went the um the guy from the um guy pitched from the Phillies. Phillies. Vasquez. Yeah, one extra and Judge took him out and it was the end and end. But he had three home runs in like two days. He seems to be getting his group. He's healthy. And I feel like he knows this is an immediate impact time for him. He can capitalize on this 60 games. He can prove to the Yankee fans and Yankee team that he can stay healthy. This is a golden opportunity for him. Yeah. He could be the leader of the pack. We can finally see the judge that we saw three years ago. He might not even be the best That's player on the team. That's why I picked him. He might not even be the best Listen, player on the team. I could now. easily went with Mike Trout, which I usually do all the time. That's the easy. That's like picking Michael Jordan and LeBron James every year for the MVP. Aaron Judge, 60 games is perfect for him. It's the perfect opportunity for the Yankees. It's set up for him to succeed, okay? And I think if there is an opportunity for him to really take that leap, it's this year. It's 60 games. It's crucial, and it's an opportunity for him to be the judge that we all have always expected. Joseph? Yes. Who's your AL MVP? Oh, who's my AL MVP? Okay. <laughs> I think Glaber Torres, I think he has the year you're talking about, and I think the only guy in baseball who has a better year than Glaber will be my man Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, for them Atlanta Braves. Can he do a 2020? They were talking about, can he be a 2020 guy this year? You know, people are like, what's 2020? Well, there's only been three baseball players that are ever going 40 steals and 40 home runs in baseball. First one was Jose Canseco in 1988. Second one was A-Rod. And the last one was Alfonso Alfon Soriano. I knew Soriano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Nationals. With the Nationals. Yep. So he, can, can you do 2020 in a 60-game series? That would be remarkable. He's got all the talent in the world. He's got a loaded lineup. I like that pick young. He went with the two young guns. I, I think Glaber's the best player in the Yankees. That's Judge, why I'm saying. I, think I, mean, I, think Judge, I think Judge may be the most important player on the team, but I think Glaber is the best player on the team. And that's why I say Glaber. How, how can you not put Glaber in the conversations? Let me give my predictions because – I only did my AL, so uh, well, I'll get into my NL afterwards. Yeah, quick. <laughs> I mean, my prediction, AL MVP, I'm sorry. It's like the LeBron James thing. Until somebody proves me – Proves me otherwise. Mike Trout's winning the MVP. He's the best player in baseball. I know he gets injured, and that could be, play a huge part this year. I mean, we, we keep talking about it and relating it back. All these guys, Judge, great player, gets hit or injured a lot. Uh, even the pitchers, Strasburg, Scherzer, guys like that. And then Mike Trout's another one. Unbelievable talent. But he gets hurt. So how does that play for the Angels going forward? A dark horse for me could be on his own team. It's Anthony Rendon for AL MVP. I really do think he can have another huge year for them. But Mike Trout, he's the best player in baseball. I mean, bar none. It's easy. It's obvious. It's like picking LeBron. I know it's boring, but tell me until somebody beats him. Tell me. That's it. I'm sorry. He's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable player. He's a 5 tool player. He does it all, and he's great at everything. He's great well, at hitting in the clutch. He's great at everything. He does not great at hitting in the clutch. He is not a good clutch hitter. Look up this his numbers. Be, this year's going to be different. I'll argue anybody any day on, you know, that we've crowned Mike Trout like the future of the Hall of Fame. I think it's ridiculous. I mean, this guy, again, if you go to baseballreference.com, I challenge anybody to do this. Look at his numbers late and close. Look at his numbers with runners on base. Look, what his, look at his numbers when the Angels are trailing in a game. Mike Trout is, if you want to talk about a guy who accumulates stats in moments that don't matter, he is the king of it. And for some reason, he gets a free pass like he's the most productive guy in the world. There's a reason that team's always a 72-90 and 90 team with the greatest player on the planet. And I hate the comparison to Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan won championships. That was clutch. Yeah. Well, no, and he was clutch as clutch could be. And, and then I, I want to get into the NL. So we already know Joe's, Joe My, took the guy from Ronald Cunha Jr. from the yeah. Braves. Jeb, you took one, so I'll let you go with yours because then I'll have mine. Okay, so Steve, don't live in ignorance. Don't just don't follow because ESPN tells you that Mike Trout's great. Look up the numbers. Look up the numbers. Go to baseballreference.com. Look at the numbers. The guy does not hit in the clutch, and he never has. Look that up. 
This, this stupid idea. This stupid idea that Mike Trout's like beyond being criticized. Get out of here with that crap. We haven't had the opportunity to play in the postseason yet. We got to get him in the postseason. I mean, he had one time, but he struggled in that postseason against the Royals that one time. So doesn't surprise me. No, my NL MVP. His numbers are great. There's no denying that. But he's he's a yeah. he's a pat statter, a, a, a stat patter like no one in history, and he's getting a free pass on it every single year, and it's ridiculous. So my NL MVP breaking news: he's out for tonight and could be tested positive for coronavirus. Is Juan Soto? The reason I picked him is because I saw a superstar in the making in the World Series. I see a man. I saw a kid that dominated the Astros. It just took him to school. He did whatever he wanted to. Look at it. The bat Plus, flip. there was the bat thing. Greatest thing yeah, I ever bat. saw. I mean, he. I mean, that's when Bregman <laughs> hit a home run. Then he did it. And I mean, this guy was dominant last year. He was the best player maybe throughout the entire postseason. And this kid has out of the, out of the world potential. Yeah, playing game. He had the he had the, yeah. hit, the game winning hit. He has out of the world potential. Superstar written. He might be the best young player in the entire world. So the reason I picked him. I was originally going to go with Bryce Harper, but then I thought about it. You know what? Juan Soto, what he did last year in the postseason was incredible. I went with Juan Soto. It's not off to a good start for Trev. Hopefully, we can see what happens going forward. Joe, Ted, you finish up with Joe, your I'm surprised he didn't pick his boy, Nolan Arenado. I was thinking oh, about I know. Him. I'm stunned by that. So, I'm I'm make, a, so I'll make the nasty. Teddy, so, look, here's our picks together. There you yeah, go. There you Just go. dominating. Hey, you can't yeah, do baby. that anymore. You can't do that this yeah, year. Yeah, you can do whatever you can't want. You can't do that this year. So, I took Mookie Betts, and I think it's a perfect reason why I take him because not only is and I, and I thought about this when I made the pick last night. He just got the contract, so the pressure's off. That's Joe. like game changing. It's game changing. He doesn't have to worry about impressing anyone. He's got the deal for the next twelve years, actually thirteen years, if you accumulate this year's twenty-seven million dollars that he's going to make from the Boston season. For the 12, 12 years. So here's the thing: he's going to play in probably the best. Other than the Yankees, the best offensive lineup in all of baseball. Okay, he's going to be surrounded by last year's MVP and Cody Bellinger. It's going to be like Manny Ramirez and David Ortiz. He's going to be don't surrounded say that. because listen, That's it's not perfect. Good for we don't you got Justin that. Turner, you got Corey no, Seager, you got Justin. I'm you, saying I mean, that's not a good thing to you, hear. As if, you're, Luke, if you're a baseball if, fan, if you're a Red Sox fan, you got to be shaking your head, going, "This is the guy." You had the second best player in baseball, only behind Mike Trout, based on. You know, just what ESPN and what most people tell you, okay? And if you just watch the game, gold glove outfield, right fielder, can steal bases, hits for power, hits for average. I mean, you saw him win an MVP two years ago. He was, if not the best player, in, he beat out Trout. He was the best player okay? that year. He's rested. He's healthy. Mookie Betts mm-hmm. playing in this Dodger team. He's going to play in the NL. There's a lot less pressure. He's going to flourish this year. You watched him in the preseason already, the spring training 2.0. He's already looked in MVP form. And I think just playing in front of Cody Bellinger is just going to make life so much easier. Okay. And that's the reason why I take it. I just think everything works out for him. He's, he doesn't have to worry about no contract, no money. He can play loose and ready to go. And I think it's just perfect for him to succeed. Let's, and I also went with Garrett Cole and, and DeGrom because I think they're the two best pitchers in baseball in either league. Wow. I really do. I've said it to you. We've argued. I know the numbers don't back it up. I just When I watch him pitch, he just looks like he's different. And I wish if he pitched for the Yankees, he'd be the 25-game winner that we joke around that he should be. But he pitches for the Mets. And they'll probably and he'll probably go eight and four with a one point three RA and probably win the year. And then I think Cole, listen, he's going to pitch for the Yankees. He should have won the uh, Cy Young last year. He didn't. His teammate did, and Justin Verlander. I think this year he goes. I don't think I think he goes eight and two, Cole, for the Yankees, because I think he'll have two no decision. Eight and two. They'll pitch in twelve games. They'll have an ERA somewhere in the low threes, maybe upper twos. And it's just going to be something where we're we're finally going to have it. Maybe we'll have Bull Joe. Maybe we'll have the Cy Young, the MVP, and we'll be the number one seed. And and this will be what we all expect because we're like, hey, about damn time, right, Yankees? We haven't won nothing in 10 years. If you're going to win, do it now, right? You good? I'm good. Let it roll. Hey, it's an excitement. I love this. I mean, we haven't done anything in 10 years. There has to be excitement. It's more like anger. It's not anger because as a Yankee fan, we are are kind of getting – a little. We're frustrated. We're, we're, we're always, not- Teddy, I was just going to throw that word out yeah, there. Right. It's frustrating. And look, you know, uh, yeah. last year, I mean, I Joe, remember we're when spoiled, we. Joe. We're spoiled. We're New York Yankee fans. Yes, we, very much so. 
make make the jokes, everyone. Yeah, we have the biggest payroll in the world. And that's we not pay, true. And I know that's, not, that's true. not true. We pay all the other. Not anymore. Listen, it is what it is, okay? The New York Yankees are baseball, okay? They're pinstripes. They have the thing with no facial hair because they're different and they're better than everyone else. Even though me and That's Joe, why they have 27 championships not, and there's not a team. And I can never shave this beard. It's too nice. It's too beautiful, Joe. Yeah, I, I can. can't. So I picked for the AL Cy Young and the NL Cy Young. I picked Strasburg. I went Nationals again. I went the Nationals and I picked Garrett Cole. I, Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in baseball, plain and simple. He's going to. And he's never won a Cy Young. He's, he's just a year. He's going to do what every Yankee fan expects him to do. He's going to go out there and dominate. And that's expect, that's exactly what I expect him to do tonight. And Steven Strasburg, very similar to Juan Soto. What he did last year in the postseason, dominant, was the best pitcher in that postseason. And in the world and in the World Series, he dominated. I think with the big contract too. I think they Strasburg, only thing is, he's gotta stay healthy. And it always comes back with the health. But Strasburg has had history of getting injured a lot. If he could stay healthy with with Scherzer and Corbin, I'm telling you, don't count out the champs yet because they that pitching staff, and, and we're gonna miss that swing. But anytime you have a great pitching staff, and I know it might be different this year because of this shorter season, might be more of a, a long ball season. With the, I mean, hitting is going to be huge this year. But pitching, we ha- we know how pitching, pitching is. Pitching still wins championships. That's what, one of the biggest differences is why the Nationals are champs, because of Strasburg. And I'm going with Steven Strasburg, and I'm going with Cole, plain and simple. Joe, you finish up with your Cy Youngs. Going with uh, the young Tyler Glasnow. Um, six and one uh, with with an ERA under two in in the twelve starts he made last year. Uh, and Jack Flaherty, man, for anybody yeah. who didn't see what that guy did last year in the month of August, ERA. under one for the month of August and for the month of September, he was yeah. I mean, the, the, I he that. he was the best guy in the second half. He's a great young pitcher. I think that carries over. Uh, and I and I think. Look, you want to get off to a hot start. I think if, if you just experienced uh, some great success, something to build off of, uh, to me, again, I think this season's not going to be anything like we think it's going to be. That's why my picks are a little more – I think it's the younger guys. I think the younger guys are all going to play more. And I think the only reason I didn't pick Garrett Cole is I have a bad feeling that Garrett's going to pitch great and that he may not get all those wins because they're going to pull him after six. So pull, like a well, why would you pull him if you don't have to worry about 162 games? Right? Short season. About, again, with, with, a, with a short spring training, you want that? You're going to run him right out, go seven or eight innings, first couple oh, starts. Oh, the tonight, uh, Boone. He had 85 the other day. They're going to get him close to 100 pitches tonight. I'm not. Wor- I'm not worried about Garrett Cole in the regular season. I want him ready to go for postseason. The reason we yep. signed Garrett Cole. Yeah, but he's not going to be worn out I like know, he was I, last I year. I know that, but I we know. signed Garrett Cole to win a World Series. That's one of our. That was the past two years' excuses. Oh well, we don't have a great pitcher. Well, now we have it. I I don't care about the regular season. Like I said, the past two years with the New York Yankees, I care about the postseason. If any Yankee fan cares about the regular season, I'm not worried about it. I expect the Yankees to win the ALEs. I expect them to be one of the top two seeds in the AL, and I expect them to have home field and representing the AL this year. That's what I care about is getting into the postseason. By the way, my dark horse for the NL Cy Young, Luis Castillo from the Reds. I think that kid's a star in the making. I think the Reds are going to be I – didn't, I didn't even say it. The Reds are going to be very scary this year. they got a great offense. Signed Castellanos and Moustakas with that pitching staff. Sonny Gray had a great year with the Reds, which go figure, right? Yeah, because there's no pressure playing for Cincinnati. But still, the Reds could be a dark horse team. Luis Castillo could be a dark horse team. So let's get in. Let's close out with this. ALCS, NLCS, World Series champions. What do we got, Joseph? Start it off. Give us your ALCS, NLCS, and your World Series. I say it goes down like this. The Yankees over the Angels, and I think America is rooting for the Angels here, but the Yankees take them out. The Dodgers class of the National League by uh, just head and shoulders, I think. Uh, they sweep the Mets uh, in, in – uh, uh, pretty Mets-like fashion, and then the Yankees take out the Dodgers. I know you guys are kind of along the same lines. Uh, I think the Yankees go to uh, and they just beat the daylights out of the Dodgers. It's a four-one, and and okay. we're rocking up number twenty. Really good last wow! Year. So you got the Angels and the Mets. 
So those are two wild card teams that you have going to the ALCS. And but two teams I would never have thought you would have picked. But here's the either. thing. That will change drastically if they expand to 16 teams because I think that's going to change our whole dynamic of who makes it and, you know, how you play that out. Because if you get the wild card, you know, and DeGrom's pitching, it's a one-game playoff, and then, he, you know, I mean, just that's why the importance of having the division at number one seed will be that much tremendous. Best moment for the Yankees in, in, in a 10-minute span, and then we're, went from the worst thing. God. Trev, so I'll go, I'll go with mine. So yeah, go ahead. I had the Yanks over the A's. I just I looked at the A's this year and I'm like, you know what? They're motivated. They've been there. They've they've pushed us to the brink the last couple of seasons. They've always been that team. I think they're the better team than the Astros this year. I I think they're playing with house money. I really do. And I think And you got the Dodgers over the Nationals. And I have the Dodgers over the Nationals. I think the Dodgers and Nationals are still the best in the NL. And and I like the Yankees over the Dodgers. And the reason why I know it sounds redundant but i just look at the yankees and dodgers and if you go they're the, the clear cut two that's why i said in the beginning of the show it's like they're alabama different. and clemson they're in, in a different football and they are the clear cut favorites of above they have they're the, in they have the aces they have yeah. the bullpen they have the experience they have the power they, the they, they have every they yeah. have everything that you would want in a team for everything and they have the managers to run and they have every all the back and if it has to be made and there's a trade both teams are willing to go all in and to these, win a World Series, especially teams. considering the Dodgers have not once won since 1988, and the Yankees yeah. haven't won one in a decade. And you know the pressures because either one of them, as a fan, is dying for a World Series. And these two, and these two teams, like last year, have been favorites for the past couple of years. These two teams face the most pressure in baseball right now, and they got to deliver. For me, I got Yankees over the Twins. I think the, I mean, these offenses, you're going to really see how important offenses are in the 60s. Maybe not 162 games, but you're going to see that offense is going to win majority of these games because of just the shortened season. And the Yankees own the Twins, plain and simple. I, the Twins have a great offense. They have a good team. They just can't beat the kryptonite of the Minnesota Twins. Oh, the yeah, York Yankees. Oh, yeah. And the Dodgers, I have them beating, getting revenge on the Nationals and beating the champs. In a great series, again, I think those pitching matchups are going to be the difference maker Woo! for the Nationals. And I got the Yankees beating the Dodgers in seven. I think these are the two best teams by far in baseball. They're in a separate tier, and everybody else is like so Joe has them at five, I have them at yep. six, and Trevor has them at seven. Those, these are two clear-cut teams in, in, in baseball but, right now. But in a 60-game season, you just don't know what These are happen. the two clear-cut teams by far. They have the most talent on all these teams out of all 30 teams. These are the most talented teams. It's plain and simple. Right now, this is a different season. The talent is going to show. And Mookie Betts getting signed is huge for the Dodgers. And the Yankees, if they can stay healthy, if Judge can stay healthy, Stanton, it's going to be tough for either one of those teams to be eliminated come in the postseason. Two best lineups in baseball, easily. Quick oh, last by, thing. Real quick, by Go the way, ahead. that Mookie Betts contract, uh, don't think that Aaron Judge's uh, agent is looking over all the details of that right now. But it's a good it's a good contract because you think about it's a great it, contract. It's a great contract not only for the Dodgers because first of all they've led the NL in attendance the last seven years in a row. They made over five hundred sixty five million dollars last year. So when you got to pay a guy thirty million dollars, he's not even the highest paid player on their team. Kershaw is. Kershaw makes more year annually. His three year ninety three million dollars than Mookie Betts does. You look at a guy like that, you're going to get a guy that's going to be an MVP candidate every year. He's 27 years old. He plays gold club outfield. He's going to do it all. You know you got five to six years of great play, and then he's just going to – and if they keep the DH, which they are, and that's a new thing, folks, he can play, and you can rest him and put him at DH, and you can rotate him in Bellinger, and that's your David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez for the next 10 years. Last thing, what's Cole's stats tonight? We gotta ask because we've been waiting since January, so we gotta ask. Yo, what do you think? Six and two thirds, eight strikeouts, one run. I'm gonna say he um, leaves after five tonight. I say he gives up one run. It'll be a crappy uh, opposite field uh, home run to somebody. Three hits, uh, seven strikeouts, no walks. I got six, four hits, no runs. Three walks and 10Ks. I hope we didn't jinx him. <laughs> Maybe we should have said he's going to play like crap. Well, I don't yeah. know if 15 to nothing Well, tonight. I mean, I put it this way. The way he looked against the Yankees' batting order, um, he was pretty on and it lights out. So, uh, I mean, he's getting the best competition on the opposite end on a daily basis. So, you know, facing the Nationals is not going to be anything out of the ordinary. And That'll be a relief. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph, as always. 
Thank you, my friend. We Guys, appreciate thanks it. for having me. Great show. Thank, thank you for wait. everyone who tuned in. Appreciate it. Robert Benjamin. Thank you for the comments. Steve Rizzer. Yeah, Thomas thank you as camera. always. Like I said, if you want any shirts, message us. We'll get you to them. People have been wanting them. They're selling like hotcakes right now. Everybody, sports fans, take a breath of fresh air. We're finally getting some good news for us. Baseball is back. Basketball is back. Let's just hope that the NFL comes back in the next couple months. Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms, Keys to the City. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. Everybody enjoy tonight. Go Yanks. We are out. So you know you really viewing greatness In the making Double up on facts we stating Podcast includes control city state the nation So what you saying What we saying prime information Facts keys to the city We're locking the statements Streaming every Friday